Howdy there, folks. You're listening to another exciting episode of You're Not My Father. Coming to you not so live from our studios here in Anchorage, Alaska. Get ready. I'm a podcast superstar. Okay, on the amigos, this is Thomas Greenman, the one, the only, the guy that is talking to you on your podcast that you're listening to. This is the You're Not My Father show. That's right, where we talk about things that your father should have told you or should actively be telling you and uh, stuff like that. So anyway, without further ado, I'm going to drop out of my radio voice. and We're going to talk probably just kind of normal now. Because maybe you're listening to this in your truck or your car. It's kind of early in the morning. You've got kids in the car. Let me assure you, this is G-ish. G to the OGs, the D-O-Gs, however you want to say it. This is family-friendly-ish. So anyway, we're going to talk about some cool stuff today. First thing we're going to talk about is first day of school pictures. Now, this is a sort of new phenomenon to me. I, I didn't know it was really something you had to do as a parent um, until somewhat recently. So just kind of a little school on where my kids are. My kids are eight and three. So um, both of them have been in the Montessori program for a long time. So they've been in school for probably since they were around two ish, somewhere around there. So um, I've got pictures for those first days of school, but um Every beginning school year is just a little bit different for me. It's not uh, what I would say like super awesome where it's like, hooray, you guys get to go back to school. It's more of something where it's like, great, I get to go pick up you from somewhere else as opposed to where you went to summer camp. And my schedule gets changed quite a bit. And I'm not rich and I don't get to stay at home and like drink wine and you know goof around all day because you know the kids are at school that'd be great but that isn't the real world so i do have to go to work monday through friday 8 a.m to 5 p.m and yeah so i i didn't know this and i kind of got a little shamed out and it's like you know hey here's a picture of my kid here's a picture of my kid and just like um i didn't really take pictures of my kids today. So instead of me having a picture, enjoy this great pun. And I posted this really great picture of something to do with pizza and how in Texas, uh, their idea of pizza is a rotten old cowboy boot with ants on it. Not that I think of that way of people in Texas, because I don't mess with people in Texas. I'm trying to love Texas. Um, it's great, but, um, Anyway, sorry. Sorry, Texas people. I really love you. Um, so, yeah. So what do you think? Do you think I should care about that sort of thing? I I, I don't think so. It's just it's not my persona. Um, I take pictures of my kids all the time. Um, you know, having holidays like Valentine's Day or other different things where, you know, you are supposed to celebrate. You're mandated to celebrate. Um, I don't really fall into that. So... I hope that your kids maybe are listening to this and they're thinking, 
That's a good idea, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Why should I have to do these things? Why can't you just do stuff with me on a special, um, any special day or just make several days? You know, why does it just have to be one day or or that sort of thing? So um, that's what I try to do. But uh, I'll give you a pro tip. The pro tip on this is to use your calendar. Uh, use it wisely and go ahead and pick random days and set a calendar reminder for those specific days and, you know, for your kids or your wife. And that way you look like a genius whenever all of a sudden you've got this day planned out and boom, there you go. Um, a special day happens and you've got all these things done and maybe you go someplace special or you get them something special. And I don't think it's really cheating, although part of me is like, that's pretty awesome. Um, But the end result is, you know, your kids, your family, you know, they'll really appreciate it. So that's what I do. Um, Does it sound like a cop out? Not to me. Not to Thomas Green, man. No. Anybody else in this world, maybe. But, um, yeah, I love people for who they are and I appreciate them on a regular basis, or at least I try to. as opposed to some kind of, you know, you need to do this. Oh, yes. Why aren't you doing it? Um, sort of thing. So anyway, um, something else that it really interesting. Um, it's happened to me before. And chances are it has happened to you at least several times. Um, I was at work and I was talking to different people. And, and some of them kind of gave me a kind of the sideways glance of, I'm not sure what it was. If it was a look of disapprovement or something odd was going on and it seemed like it was in my ball court. (laughs) That'll be funnier once you hear the rest of it. Um, And I, I talked to a couple of customers and kind of the same thing happened. And I was like, hmm, yeah, that's kind of odd. I was like, you know, maybe I'm just not on my game today, whatever. And then one of the guys at work told me, he's like, uh, hey, you know, I want to close that up. And I was like, oh, OK. So I've been running around for I don't know how long with my zipper down. Now, I don't know if it was something where I didn't zip up all the way and it kind of came down on its own or whether the last time I went to the bathroom, which was probably two hours before, um, I didn't zip up. So I don't know either one or the other. Um, why would nobody else tell me? I don't know if they just felt it was uncomfortable and just didn't want to tell me or they figured serves him right for not knowing how to or zip up his zipper. But it's just kind of crazy. People just, um, the world has changed and, you know, before people would pull you aside, or at least people have pulled me aside and be like, you're letting the cow out of the barn. You might want to put him away. So anyway, fly down, man down, you be the judge. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. Parallel parking. Jeez, this is something else. Um, So I grew up in the South. I am not a a big city guy by any means. Um, Public transportation to me is kind of a novelty. You know, I'm riding around on a bus. Um, or subway or, or something like this, which I can count on one hand the amount of times that this has happened. But, um, you know, that, that sort of thing just really intrigues me. Uh, you know, I might not like it, uh, depending on what city I'm in and 
who is riding along with me, but, uh, <laughs> um, I always think it's, it's kind of neat. Um, the couple of times I've been on like trams or whatever in between, uh, airports or whatever, I always thought it was kind of cool. And, you know, here we go. Zipping along, you know, I'm riding up in the front, got my face plastered. I'm the king of the world. Of course, I'm not saying that out loud, but, um, anyway, so I mean, you know, major metropolitan stuff, uh, it's just not my thing. You know, it's, it's not my comfort zone. It's, it's not, it's not Papa's bag. It's just, you know, it's not there, but, um, parallel parking, uh, geez, no, I, I can't, um, I, I, it's not that I don't know how to do it. I mean, I've seen some shows where, you know, I, I think it was, a, it was actually a really good show. It was Netflix. It was, um, called Canada's worst driver. And I think there was like two seasons, at least on Netflix. The reason I got turned on to that was Canada's worst handyman, which I think is the first season is on Netflix currently, or at least was a couple months ago. You should watch anyway. So I've, I've, I've I know how to parallel park. I've done it before. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. I have a newer truck. It's got a bunch of sensors and cameras and lights and stuff like that. It doesn't automatically park it for me, but, um, you know, I, I just, it's not my comfort zone. So I don't do it. I try to avoid it. You know, I'll walk two, three blocks before, um, <laughs> you know, I, I try and jam up in between a couple cars and for, for not just the lazy reasoning. And yeah, I am kind of lazy, uh, when it comes to that sort of stuff, but, um, I, I don't necessarily want to have somebody back up into my area to where it makes it even more difficult for me to get out. Um, I don't want to be, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't want to be taken hostage by somebody else's poor driving habits uh, because some people just suck at driving. That's just what happens. So anyway, I'll, I'll get on my way to park somewhere else. And um, I did that the other day and somebody gave me some crab for it. And uh, I had to <laughs> I had to explain myself and, you know, you have to take a driver's test and you have to parallel park as part of the driver's test. Well, when I was driver's ed before I was taking my, uh, my test, um, yeah, I practice it and, you know, three point turnaround, these sorts of things. Um, you know, sometimes it's a 32 point turnaround. You know, I, I was not the, uh, not too keen on reversing. Um, I'm a go forward kind of guy and kind of runs in my family. We're not, we're not a big family reversers. Um, but anyway, um, I, I did parallel park. During my parking exam, um, there were no other cars. It was just having to park into that space. And hey, I, I passed. And um, I told the <laughs> uh, one of the things that whenever um, you were taking a test, and I took my test in Florida, they told me, you know, don't patronize your um, your dro- your instructor. And at that, that time, I thought it was, you know, kissing their at but <laughs> whoops, um, that sort of thing. And um now I know it means something different, but anyway, whenever I was done, I was so excited. And the last part of the test was the parallel parking. Um, I told him I was like, Hey lady. Uh, I didn't say, Hey lady. I was, <laughs> she was a lady. I was like, Hey, you know, can I give you a hug? I'm just really excited. And she let me give her a hug and I was really excited. I got my driver's license. It was a big deal for me. Um, growing up in the South and, um, living out in the middle of the boonies and not having my own car and, and never, you know, having this experience before, you know, it was, it was a big deal. Um, so yeah, parallel parking, you know, who, who needs it, you know, in the South, I mean, 
I never parallel parked or even saw places to parallel park until the first time I went to Atlanta. And that was actually the first place I'd actually seen where you had to pay to park. So that was a kind of a big thing. So here in Anchorage, it's downtown. I just avoid it because of the parking and having to pay to park or or whatever else. So I just don't do it. It, Who needs it anymore? It, It seems like the places that have parallel parking are really the places that are old outdated places maybe that you don't want to go or, or maybe you're like me and you're just like no 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 uh, I'm, I'm not going there i don't want to be there i don't want to have to parallel park and you're probably like me i mean unless you're a city person and then you're probably like dude what's your problem just do it figure it out watch a youtube video so yeah i have but i'm lazy i don't want to do it and, and and i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it nope so anyway, they suck. Parallel parking. If you have parallel parking in front of your business, you suck. Um, you know, get to get another place of business or whatever. And don't take those comments seriously. This is purely for entertainment purposes. You know, what my actual views and uh, whatever else. Well, these are my actual views. Um, I don't mean to offend people and I don't want people to be offended. There's way too many offended people out there and I don't want to be adding to that big bonfire. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the other thing that happened here recently was um, I got a standing desk at work. Um, ever since I got into professional professionalism, working at desk and whatever, um, I have put on a lot of weight. Um, I am probably predisposition to getting fat um especially whenever you're married which i am and um you know things change your your eating habits change um you're kind of expected to eat a big meal you're expected to eat whatever your family eats and you know tradition would have it that you know you have to serve breakfast you have to have lunch you have to have a dinner and in america here we have these big old honking plates and by tradition, you know, you fill those plates up with various different side items and your, your big fat hunk of meat or whatever and some bread and all this other stuff. And uh, it's just an outdated mode of eating. And for the modern office worker or the modern person who does not get to run around during their job and be physically active, Um, it's, it's been a pain, it's been a struggle. And so, um, I've listened to my Fitbit and I've listened to advice and websites and videos and stuff like that. And, um, I saw people that had standing desks and I thought they were cool. You know, I was like, I can stand up and move around, do stuff and kind of stay active and, and whatnot. So I did it. I went and got one, uh, got one from office depot. Uh, it is kind of more of a mechanical version as opposed to an automatic electric piston version or whatever, which my wife has at her office. And I really thought I was getting that, but um, come to find out I was uh, not reading the description accurately. <laughs> um And I can tell you, so if you buy one of these desks and you put it together yourself, do not use the tools that come with it. They're going to give you some kind of hokey Allen wrench. And in the instructions, they will tell you it should take you about 30 minutes. 
Well, with the tool that they gave you, and if that's all you have, um, it can be more like three hours. Um, I hear people talk about Ikea furniture and other furniture assembling and how long it can really take. And that's just crazy. That's just nuts. Um, so if you get something like that and here's, here's the, you're not my father piece of advice right here. Um, get yourself a set of tools, um, as a, uh, father, daughter, brother, son scenario. Um, everybody should have a set of tools. Um, and every time you go to Lowe's, um, this is a really good, I was going to say nugget, but jewel at the same time. So I was going to call it jugget. So the jugget is this, um, every time you go to Lowe's or hardware store, buy a tool. Um, you know, if it's a cheap tool, Hey, that's, that's up to you. I would buy something quality. You don't have to buy the high end of the spectrum, you know, like a thousand dollar tool or whatever, but pick up a tool, pick up something useful that you don't have. And you spend a little bit here, you spend a little bit there and pretty soon you're going to have a, a, a decent toolbox. And that's what I've been doing. And, um, anyway, um, you know, some of the things that you should have, and especially if you're going to be assembling anything like a standing desk, um, you should have a, a decent power drill. You can get a Black & Decker Power Drill, um, Lowe's, Home Depot, um, probably sub 50, 50 each, somewhere around like that. Super great investment. Um, chances are it won't go bad unless you are absolutely abusive of your tools um, or just don't care, don't take care of it. And Or the even more important part here is if somebody in your house loses things or puts things different places, um, which kind of takes me to the next part. So in addition to having that power drill, um, invest in some bits. Um, so when I say bits, these are the pieces that actually go into the, uh, the drill or bit driver sets like, um, screwdrivers that, you know, you can put an Allen wrench, um, head in it or a hex head, which is pretty similar. Um, you know, Phillips head, you know, flat tip, that sort of stuff. Um, and you can change those out. Now, Lowe's has a really awesome thing where it's a box of bits and it's a smaller box, um, but it has a magnetic bit driver in it. And so what this does is it fits into your um, your power cord, cordless drill, and it's a magnetic base. And then you put your bits into that. And so what this does is it prevents those from dropping out. So if you're upside down and you're doing something, they don't drop out. Um, the other part to that is, is that um, typically whatever screw you're using, hopefully it is of a mag able to be magnetized. Um, you know, it's not like aluminum or something like that. Um, it will stick to it. So you can put your screw on the end of that and get in position and not have to worry about fiddling with this thing and this thing falling off and you're not getting it screwed in right. So, um, Anyway, you know, rewind all that back. Uh, yeah, I'm putting together this desk and I'm, I'm using this tool and I was like, oh my God, this is just a nightmare. This is just taking forever and I can't get some of these things uh, tightened in all the way. And it's just, it, it's going into 45 minutes and, I, and I'm trying to be efficient as I can here at work and it's just being a nightmare. So I'm like, okay, so if I leave work and I go home I can get this I can get my toolbox I can get my screwdriver or my power drill 
I can be back and I've been back in like 30 minutes and I can be done with this. I can be done with this in probably 15 minutes because you know how far I progress. So it's like probably like an hour into it. It's like another 30 minutes plus 15. So it's like an hour and 45 minutes or I could keep working for 30 minutes. I could keep working for another 15 minutes. I can keep working for another hour and will the desk sit there and and kind of look like a desk it, it it certainly would would it work as a desk maybe would it stay together for a long period of time no so anyway <laughs> always a good idea um bring your tools to work with you if you're you're, you're having to do something like this so i did i did the next day i was like okay it's it's halfway there brought my tools in zipped everything up actually I tightened everything up, got the remainder of the screws in that I couldn't get in because they were too tight because of the tolerances and why things like this are on sale. And there you go. I was done like in five minutes. So it, it, it definitely helps. Um, so make those judgment calls um, and, and do that. Um, I, I will say that, you know, when it comes to office supplies and, and that sort of stuff, like a mouse or keyboard or monitor, uh, don't be afraid to buy your own. Um, you're spending that time in your workstation, your cubicle, uh, assuming that that's what's going on. And um, use the tools that make sense to you. So don't be afraid to bring your tools to work. Um, just make sure that they're uh, work appropriate. Um, I've seen some people that have some odd things that uh, would probably get you fired. But anyway, the sanding desk is pretty awesome. Um, I usually keep it... Um, all the way up. I usually don't lower it. Um, I know that sounds a little weird, but um, whenever I do need to take a break and actually sit down, um, I usually don't lower it. Um, you know, I'm kind of tall enough. I'm six foot something and I can manipulate and do whatever. And um, it, it doesn't really bother me. Um, people can't see me. <laughs> they can see my legs, but um, they can't see my face. So that, that part kind of sets people a little weird, but um they're like, are you in your office? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I wave my hand over my desk and they might be able to see me. Um, but, but the sanding part is great. Um, you know, usually in the morning, uh, um, I might have a meeting or two. I might be sitting down for hypothetically an hour on odd number of days. But most of the time, you know, I get to work and I'm standing up. I'm standing up all the way until lunch. And then at lunch, I go do whatever. Um, at this point, I'm typically going to sit down for like maybe 10, 15 minutes, power down a salad and some kind of, or some kind of microwave magic. Maybe it's an Indian meal, like some kind of curry or uh, tikka masala or um, some kind of uh, spinach dish or something like that with rice. It's really good, by the way. Saffron Road. Saffron Road, look in your organic food freezer section. Um, they should pay me for this because I love them and they're amazing. Um, they're really good, uh, really good for you. I think it's mostly organic food, about four to five dollars a pop, um, 230 to 400 calories. Really good. So I power down one of those or salad, something like that. I go walk for probably 30 minutes in a park somewhere. I uh, get my step count in for where I'm at. <laughs> Then I come back because I'm still standing at my desk. So I'm probably walking around standing at my desk for at least a good five to six out of those out eight hours that I'm at the office. And I might sit down for a little bit. Um, 
I was in a trip to Nashville here recently, and I was doing a lot of walking, so my feet are a All little, right. I wouldn't say bruised, but they're, uh, they're definitely talking to me. They're, they're like, you know, take a break. Um, but anyway, so, um, about six hours on the desk. Um, there's a couple things I've noticed. Um, and, and this is kind of important to know if you, if you're getting a standing desk. So, so like most things, if you're talking to your boss and it's like, Hey man, <laughs> I want to get this standing desk. You know, I think it'd be really cool and it, it'll help us stay in, 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 uh, in check health, health wise. And we'll stay around longer and we'll be a more productive employee and we'll be taking care of things and think of it as a wellness benefit. And by about this point, you're, you've sold them and they're like, yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Well, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, you know, I think we paid like two something for the desk. Um, but for me, you know, there's other things that, you know, you have to take in consideration like your shoes. Um, you know, previously I've worn, um, like a loafer, like a, like a dress shoe of some sort. And, um, it's not really meant to uh, be on your feet all day. Even, um, some of the shoes that I wear, I have like a blacked out set of under armor, um, tennis shoes, which are really good. Um, and, and you know, good for the gym, good for walking around, you know, your casual everyday stuff and, you know, and they don't look like tennis shoes from a casual glance and you can get away with them in business casual environments. Um, you know, they, they're not really meant for standing up all day. So, um, I did this, I went to Google and I looked at some different list of shoes for standing desk and lo and behold, just like the Google gods will tell you, um, there's plenty of that stuff out there. And, uh, I almost said the other S word, but I didn't because this is a G ish rated show. Um, but anyway, um, I found uh, a set of Nike Tanjun shoes. I think that's what they're called. Um, I got them all blacked out because, you know, part of what I wear to work is a black polo, tan pants, and some kind of matching shoe. So um, I'm not that idiotic a man to where I can't uh, match. <laughs> Contrary to some people's belief. Uh, but anyway, um, the sole is really thick. Um, it's a really light shoe. Um, it's, you know, today is day one with the shoe because I've been killing my feet since I've had this standing desk, which is like about four weeks now. And, um, not too bad, not too bad, not too bad at all. Um, it, it, I didn't have any feet pain today, which is good. It's much more of an improvement over the other one. Um, I, I will say that with standing desk, um, you know, get you, get you a really good pair of shoes to wear really comfy. Um, you know, I've, I've tried the, uh, Dr. Scholl's foot insole type of shoe, uh, inserts. And, um, sometimes they work, sometimes they're not so great. Um, um, one of the things that, you know, another, you're not my father, jug it. <laughs> of wisdom here, um, is your shoes will wear out on you, um, depending on your height and size and weight and what you're doing in them and what kind of shoe they are. And, um, you know, how many steps you're putting in on them, uh, they will eventually wear out. Um, I did not know this, but, um, I have a cousin who does marathons and cross country running or something like that. And basically told me, you know, you, you, you get a certain amount of mileage of your shoes and you 
got to chuck them and, and get another pair. That, that's it. They would, they wear out, um, you know, being the, the pragmatic eighties kid, um, you know, as long as they look good and you know, there wasn't a hole in them, you know, they should still be good. And, um, you know, for, for all practical purposes, I, I guess that's still true. But, you know, if you're getting the, you know, the kind of performance that you're looking to get out of them, possibly from comfort or, you know, other stuff, um, you know, let's suppose you are running or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, the materials can break down, you know, um, just like uh, you take a wire hanger and you bend the metal back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, you know, this is metal we're talking about. It's durable. It lasts. Damn it. You know, it's it's metal. Um, it's it's going to take a, a, a beating and keep on um, keep on ticking. I screwed that one up. But but um, you keep uh, putting this piece of metal back and back and forth, back and forth and totally do this. You know, take the hanger. Um, the metal will break um, just because of the repetition. You're putting stress on it and you're putting stress on your shoe by doing this. So um, I'm not saying that, you know, hey, man, I walked um, 100,000 steps in my shoes. I need to replace them. I'm. I am not that dude. I am not Dr. Scholl. Um, Shazam! I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's the expert on that, but um, you know, your shoes do wear out. So, I mean, if your shoes are not doing what they need to do, do get another pair. Um, you know, and if you're a kid um, and it's hurting your shoe, tell your parents, you know, let them know, hey, this is hurting my foot. You know, it's, it's bothering me. Um, you know, it's affecting my quality of life. Um and from that perspective, from a pain perspective, yeah, 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 you probably should get them replaced. Um, you know, if they're just not in the style and that sort of stuff, um, I gotta tell you, kids, I'm probably not gonna do that if it's just not in the style or whatever. Or, or you know, if you burn through your shoes on a regular basis. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, I think the standing desk topic is, is beaten to the ground. I, I think we're talking about shoes now. I really do. Um, you know, I, I deal a lot with shoes. Um, I'm not Al Bundy, you know, for kids that don't know who Al Bundy is, he's probably the world's most famous shoe salesman married to a gigantic redhead and lived through some really crazy stuff. Married with children. Great show that you should not watch until you're probably 16. But um, anyway, um, a lot of things I've, I've had to deal with over the years with shoes, and I still deal with my kids with shoes. Um, where, where to start? Um, putting your shoes in the right spot whenever you take them off. That is probably lesson number one. Do that. Because if you don't, um, your shoes are going to end some, up somewhere else, and you're not going to be able to find them, and somebody's going to get upset. And next thing you know, the house is on fire, people are crying, and the police are going to be like, well, why did your house burn down, Mr. Raymond? I couldn't find the shoes. And so, yeah, you just, it's better off putting your shoes away. Um, you know, the second one, um, keeping your shoes clean. Um, I am not even going to lie to you. My feet sweat. Um, my feet sweat a lot. My feet get hot. Always have been. Um, I could be wearing flip flops in an air conditioned environment and somehow or another, my feet will still perspire somewhat. Um, so one of the, uh, the big things I've learned over the years, and this is, uh, another jugget 
of information right here. You've heard it here first. I'm not going to lie to you. That's probably a lie. Um, <laughs> this jugget is, is keep your, keep your shoes dry. Keep them clean. Keep them dry. Now I'm not saying go throw them in the washers and dryer and beat the crap out of your washer and dryer and hear that thump, 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 thump. That sort of thing. I No, I, I don't get that. Um, what I'm basically what I'm getting at is, you know, get some of the uh, foot spray powder, you know, like the little can spray. Uh, whenever you get home, um, spray some of that in there. Um, if they're wet, um, like dripping wet, you know, let them dry out, that sort of thing. Moisture will cause that mildew and all whatever else, you know, the uh, athlete's foot or whatever, and it'll, it'll start to stink and over time, you know, your feel, your shoes will just get nasty and grody. And um, the last thing that you'll want to do is take your shoes off somewhere and somebody's just like, you've got to leave, man. Your feet smell like death. And my daughter, who's eight, um, that's what her feet smell like. And I know because that happened to me when I was a kid. She got that from me. So if you're listening to this later or I tell you this again, my daughter, Sophia, um, yeah, daddy did that to you. It's all faults all here. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I have her spare her shoes, but, um, just this afternoon, my, my wife walks in and she's like, Sophia, where are your shoes at? She's like, they're in the car. And she's like, yeah, I know it smells like something died in there. And, um, it's no lie. Um, <laughs> She ended up, um, speaking of, of things that, that smell like death, uh, she was at school one day and I guess they were s- sliding down slide and were sliding into mud puddles in her jacket. Um, it was a new jacket. Was a friend of the family bought her and um, it smelled like dog crap. It just smelled horrible. And I thought it was on her shoes and I'm like halfway um, home and it's just getting worse. I mean, the car is just getting grody, nasty. It's horrible. I mean, it's absolutely just incredibly bad. And usually I, I, I'm not a big complainer when it comes to stuff like that, but for this, it it was horrible. And then finally, you know, I'm, I go through the, the doctor house questions and, you know, everything's a lie. You know, you need to tell me the truth. And, um, she tells me, She's gotten into the water and she also said that, um, you know, there could have been some dog poop around it. Now I'm like, you know, put two and two together, you know, do the math here, water and dog poop, dog poop, water, dog poop, water, soaking up your clothes, dog poop, clothes. Yes. Here you go. Um, and I didn't even want to put it in the washer and dryer. I didn't want to contaminate the washer and dryer. I was like, you know, this is just no, because what's going to happen is the washer and dryer is going to smell like that. And then I'm going to put my clothes in it. Then my clothes are going to smell like dog poop, water, clothes, infected, nasty, grody, whatever. Uh, so yeah, no, no. I, we got home and I was like, throw it away. There's the garbage can, throw it in there. Never to speak of it again never do that again. So yeah, the joys of being a parent and for being a kid, you know, maybe you didn't think about stuff like that. Whenever you jumped into a mud puddle, Hey, 
I did it too. I jumped in the mud puddles. I stomped and did whatever. Um, but I, I think I was probably lucky enough or, or ignorant enough to either have not gotten into dog poop water or um, didn't realize it. But, um, you know, disease and worms and all kinds of other stuff. Um, you know, stay clean. Keep your feet clean. You know, keep them dry. That sort of stuff. And I get it. When you get home from school, you get home from work. You really don't care. But <laughs> here is another. What did I call it? Nugget? Jewel? Jugget? Yeah, I think it was Jugget. Yeah. This is what happens when you get old kids, by the way. You start forgetting shit stuff. I keep saying shh. <laughs> Forgive me for the shus. Um, you, you keep forgetting stuff. So yeah, keep things clean. Um, you know, I, I tell my daughter this probably daily whenever I'm asking her to do her chores. Um, big thing. When you get home, keep that momentum going. Um, you know, if you're going to stop, you're going to stop. I mean, you know, that's just the way most people are. Um, that's one thing I've learned. Um, you know, I'm like a train. I'm like, you know, it's going to take me a little bit of time to get up to speed. But when I'm up to speed, man, watch out. I am gone. I am moving. I'm trucking through all this stuff and, and things are getting done. And, you know, as long as I don't get stopped, I'm going to keep doing things. And I keep trucking and trucking. I'm going and going. And then when I stop, it's like, all right, I'm going to stop. And I'm going to stay stopped. And my daughter's the exact same way. She'll come home from school. She'll get carried off onto one thing and she won't come back. Um, so, yeah, you know, whenever you whenever you get back from school, you get done with work, do the things you've got to do. Keep that work cycle up because it's easier. Trust me, it, it is easier. And when you're done, it's time to have fun. Remember that it's a rhyme. When it's done, time to have fun. When it's done, it's time to have fun. When it's done, it's time to have fun. And so, yeah, that's how you do it. That's how I do it. I don't think that's how you do it, but maybe you do. I don't know. Who am I? I'm just Thomas Greenman, and this is You're Not My Father, and this is right about the time where we could move on to something else. We probably dropped some other jugget of wisdom on you or whatever, but, uh, yeah. I've enjoyed talking to you, and if you really like the show, um, feel free to find us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, no book, butt book, chicken butt, and a couple others. So if you feel like finding us and making fun of us or watching us make fun of other people or making fun of ourselves, um, we enjoy it and love to catch you on to the next show later. Saturday night for another exciting episode that will knock your socks off. <laughs>